This is a Pele Media Podcast. Welcome back to Goonies Minute, everybody. Goonies Minute is the fan podcast where we carefully explore the movie Goonies minute by minute. This is Brady. And this is Chris. And we are here for the first of the final three minutes of Goonies. Goonies Minute is coming up on the end. And we are joined for the first of those three by Mr. Mark Landry, screenwriter and comic book author extraordinaire. Mark, thank you so much for joining us the last few days. Uh, how you been, man? How was your weekend? Uh, my pleasure. Uh, I had a great weekend. I went to San Francisco uh, with my awesome. wife and uh, sister-in-law, brother-in-law, and we saw a 35mm print of Raiders of the Lost Ark. It was amazing. What? That's pretty cool. That is so cool. It was great. God. It was at the Alamo Draft House, so you could have drinks and food and... It was just so, and the sound was amazing. It was like completely Dolby digital surround with you know the the volume up at the right level, and I just it, that's so yeah, cool. it was magical. I'm so upset I haven't been to San Francisco. My parents have been multiple times. I've got to get out there. It was, it's a nice city. Yeah. It's very cool. It's cold. Good deal. Bring a jacket. <laughs> there you go. Good food, good beer, good entertainment, good culture. That's why I want to go. I, I can deal with the cold weather. Absolutely. And it's yeah. gorgeous. It's a pretty city. Like everything is, you know, all these Victorian uh, homes and townhomes. It's just great. It's like the the, the opening of Full House. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, with all that said, you want to get into minute number 105? Let's yes. do it. In the previous minute, the Fratellis had been arrested and were being hauled off to jail. Sloth was allowed to stay behind for some reason. Chunk turned to him to explain why. At minute 105, Chunk tells Sloth that he's going to live with him now. The two share a hug, but the moment is quickly soured when Mr. Perkins and Troy approach the rest of the group. Mr. Perkins tells Mr. Walsh that today is the day. Troy butts in and tells him to hurry up because they have more houses to tear down after theirs. Bran tries to bust through the crowd to get to Troy. Everyone, including the sheriff, has to hold him back. Mr. Perkins tells the sheriff that he wants him to witness the signing of the foreclosure documents. Mikey tells his dad that he is sorry that they weren't able to come through with a solution. Mr. Walsh gives an encouraging response about how everyone is now safe together, and that makes them the richest people in Astoria. Mr. Perkins quickly corrects him by telling him that he is looking at the richest people in Astoria. And thus ends Minute 105 of The Goonies. So, you know, we spoke uh, in the last few minutes about how The Goonies has a very rewarding ending because all of the sort of... Now, I don't want to say farewells, um, but everybody has their own little kind of warm family moment, and it, it, it just all has like such a nice payoff. Uh, but probably none so much as the ending for Sloth and Chunk, which is a relationship that we've become very invested in. In fact, you could even say that this is uh, Chunk's movie, although he and Sloth are not in it for a large part of the time. So to have uh, Chunk invite, basically adopt Sloth, uh, is you know a great ending to the character of Sloth. What, Some, you, what you think his parents think about that? Yeah, he, he's been, they've been given about thirty seconds to be told, "Mom, this deformed, very tall, slow gentleman is my new best friend, who is related to, to these, terrible yes, criminals." Yeah, to these criminals, and uh, we're gonna adopt him. And then they're introduced to him. And in that span of time... And then they tell each other they love each other, which is really sweet. Oh, which is very sweet. Yeah. But yeah, I would love to see the reaction of, uh, yeah, of parents. Chunk's parents. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's, it's nice that, you know, that whole dynamic gets its own little uh, conclusion. Well, the parents may have been grateful that Sloth saved Chunk's life. 
And that very good that is true. You that know, is true. That's worth something. Hey, any idea of? I mean, think about this. Must be this much of a small, so much of a small town. The fact that Mister Perkins and his son Troy come all the way to the beach to ruin this little reunion. Yep. And and another thing is, Mister Perkins have another outfit because he's literally wearing the same <laughs> well, thing. Remember that we established that this movie takes place in what less than twenty four hours. Yeah. So he was so excited about closing the steal from the night, night before <laughs> that he slept in that outfit, even with that hat. Pretty. Much. I think he's the kind of guy who just has a closet full of that same stuff. He just uh, he, he, has he no, seems like the kind of dude yeah, no variety. Kind of like his the life. the guys in the Matrix. You know, it's like they they all look the same. They all wear the same outfits. <laughs> Yeah, so you know I. He's a goon. He's a goon. He really and is. they're goonies. Uh and they're goonies. There you go. But you talk about somebody just playing this part like to the oh, extreme. Man, don't they? Yeah, him his, and his son. You want to punch him? Troy is almost. He's a little too extreme for this movie. That I think exists. <laughs> it's it's a plausible. It's a realistic movie. None of the performances are that slapstick, and he is just so out of place almost. I can't remember the second that I I happened to pause it. The the look on Troy's face is the most smug yeah. look I've ever seen in my yeah, entire Walsh. life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, God, I just want to fifty other houses to tear down after yours. Yeah, you know he is. He plays Jesse in the Jesse's Girl music video. Oh man, uh, that actor. And I think he let's see, did he go on to have like a stuntman career or something? We Who did. was a stuntman? I can't, oh, remember. I can't remember. We we had this so long ago. It was so long ago. I know the guy who plays Mouth's dad is a stuntman. But um, let's just talk about. But like, yeah, you guys uh, have both done a little bit of acting, right? Like as an actor, how do you access yeah. that much of a jerk? You know, like you. Could, we've all been <laughs> a little bit of a jerk to somebody once in a while, but like, where yeah. do you go to get that? Oh man, where does he pull I, that I, from? I've, I've 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 known people in life like that. And I don't, I don't even know where they got it from. I'm like, how did you end up that way? It's too bad he wasn't on the commentary when they all got together to talk about it together. Yeah, I know. I would love to follow up with some of the uh, supporting characters from this movie. Um, you know, there, let's see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I Was There Too is a great podcast. I don't know if y'all are familiar with it. Mm-mm. Hosted by Matt Gorley, where he goes and finds like supporting actors from some famous movies. Uh, and gets them to tell the stories about what it was like working on set. Like, mm. for example, he finds one of the colonial marines from Aliens who might have only had like one or two lines and gets them to tell all about their experience working on the movie. And there's some really cool episodes. That's a cool idea some of the, some right of the people there. Who are some of the bus passengers on Speed. And hmm. they, uh, it's a very, very, very interesting show. That's a great idea. Um, so I would love to write to him and say, listen, go find some of these people from the Goonies and get their stories, you know? Yeah, or, uh, or you guys got a Goonies podcast. Yeah, I'm I guess we saying. could do that too. We could use that too. That's the idea for another Patreon uh-huh. episode, right? Yes. So, Mark, uh, you have mentioned that you actually worked for the Donner Company. Tell us all about this. Uh, yeah, so it was, my f- it was the first summer between my first year and second year in film school out here in L.A., and I got this internship. A guy who I had interned at Lucasfilm with was there and hooked me up with this internship. And um, I was in development, which means that you're you're basically interning for de- development executives. These are people who take in material to 
consider making movies out of, you know, screenplays, novels, stuff like that. So yeah, it was like a dream come true to be there uh, because, you know, I loved number one, Superman and the Goonies and, you know, not to mention all the Lethal Weapon movies, but Goonies and Superman when I was a kid were my, my favorite movies. And so it was Richard Donner's office and Lauren Schuler Donner, his wife, and she yeah. produces all the X-Men movies. And she was she was in Canada shooting, I think, X2 at the time. And Richard Donner was in another part of Canada shooting that time travel movie okay. that he did. And um, it, it, was, it was really cool because... Uh, there were two pieces of Goonies memorabilia that I'll go into that, that were in the office, and then we'll drop that and get back into the movie. But uh, when you walked into the lobby, it was uh, in a glass case on like this podium or pedestal was One-Eyed Willie's skull uh, wow. from the film, hmm. yeah, the actual prop. And so that was awesome, and I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God. And I, you know, in my, it was my own Goonie adventure. You know, I, I came from small town Louisiana, and I, I got all the way to Hollywood, and I was like, yeah, One-Eyed Willie, I beat you. You know, I got here, you know, and I'm a Goonie, too. So cool. Uh, and then in the in, so go ahead. Oh, no. So you have seen the One-Eyed Willie skull up close and in person. Oh, yes, my friend. Oh yes. Is it a real skull or was it was it really a prop? Well, it was a prop, but it 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 was a uh, fake. I'm pretty sure it was uh I don't know. Maybe they maybe they got one of these ones that you can you can buy that are that were from a real cadaver. Um but I don't know. I don't, yeah. honestly don't know. I never so, cuz Richard Donner was shooting most of the time. He wasn't available for me to ask the question. Um yeah, which was unfortunate. Man, they looked so real in the whole movie. Those, those. Yeah, absolutely. Those, oh, yeah. All of those. They did a great job of making it. Didn't look like the skeletons in our biology class. No, <laughs> no, no, not the plastic it, polished ones. And this is one thing yeah, that the '80s yeah. movies did really well. Is they had, you can tell a movie from the '80s because it didn't have a lot of, it didn't have any CG, you know, and it had all these real practical effects, like a cars would flip over and there would be explosions. And there would be skeletons all over the place. You know, all the, look at all the Indiana yeah. Jones movies. There's skeletons all over the place. Um, I think that's one of the one of the mm-hmm. things that makes the Goonies work is uh, the sort of untouched feel of all of the stuff in the caves, especially the the pirate ship. How real it feels because you can tell that it was sort of there and then poof, like nobody touched it all at once for hundreds of years. Yeah. There's and a lot here of we are the first people dust and cobwebs. Yeah, exactly. And you know the level of detail, like you're saying, with the skeletons and they're they're just positioning. Like this is the last place these people were. There's a there's something there's a certain kind of magic in that, I think. Uh, yeah, that's just so cool. So, it's so 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 so, so cool. cool. They, but, it's uh, so well done in the film. And uh, the yeah. other the only other piece I'd say of memorabilia from the Goonies that I saw was you know the DVD cover is this painting of the Goonies kind of standing in a pyramid formation. It's not the Drew Struzan mm-hmm. one where they're hanging from the stalactite or stalagmite. Um, yeah. But it's the one where one of Willie's skull is in the foreground with the treasure. Um, that original painting was in the little office oh, where the so cool. interns were. That's yeah. pretty cool. It was Very cool. so neat. It was up there. With, and it wasn't even behind glass or anything. It was just like, oh, I could touch it if I wanted wow. to. Wow. Did you? I'm not going to say. <laughs> fair enough fair enough yeah well that's very yes, cool I man did. um yeah there you go okay so something else i want to get to now the first episode that we had you on minute 101 
you said that you have some kind of thoughts on real estate villains in movies. Uh, and we want, it sounded like it was a big deal to you, so I wanted to save it for your last minute here, 105. What is that all about? Oh, yes. Yeah. So in the 80s, you know, you, you think about The Goonies or Batteries Not Included, and there are so many other films where, you know, these greedy, capitalistic, mostly real estate people, um, think of OCP in RoboCop, um, these, <laughs> these were the main villains of the 80s. They were just these people who were kicking people out of their homes they were gentrifying neighborhoods and they were um you know just greedy and yeah. i thought that you know that was my development as a kid that's what you know rich real estate people were just jerks you know and that that's kind of bled into hey a lot of people would say we're dealing with one of those right now <laughs> yeah that's right we got a uh, uh... baton rouge based real estate uh licensed real estate agent yeah but i'm residential McMahon. you're residential that, yeah, okay residential. that's the difference yeah, so, but, uh, so you're helping people get homes. You're not destroying homes. Exactly. That's right. That's the difference, exactly. yeah. I mean, I will say that I, I married... My wife is a wonderful person. She's amazingly uh, brilliant and sweet and talented and, and uh, you know, the, one of the smartest people I've ever met. Um, and she's in commercial real estate. So we have these clashes where <laughs> I'll tell her a story that I'm thinking of writing and there's this real estate villain and I'll think it's really cool because it's like the movies that I grew up with. And she's like, hello, yeah. you know, <laughs> we're yeah, not all evil. And she's right. I mean, they're not. I mean, well, yeah, of course. But a story what, what, is a that? story and you have to have a villain. What's that one? Even American Beauty, you have the king. You remember that? The guy that's the king that ends yeah. up cheating with uh, Spacey's wife. Who is it? Not Kyle McLaughlin. Who is it? Peter. Uh, Come on. Sex lesson video. Oh, yeah. Uh, Peter, Peter Gallagher? Gallagher. Yeah. Peter Gallagher. Yeah. It's like the king. <laughs> yeah. So to a lesser degree, but. I think I Peter Gallagher can movie. only play one type of character. <laughs> May, or maybe Sex Lies in Videotape. He's playing the same guy that he's playing in uh, American Beauty. But. Um, I tell you what, gentlemen, that's all I've got for minute 105. How about you? Let me just say one thing. Okay. And it's to continue the the part about Mr. Perkins and Troy. Okay. Um, there was a cheesy line that Mr. Walsh says um, after Mikey's like, you know, we had our hands on the treasure. And he says, uh, you and Brand are home safe. That makes us the richest people in all of Astoria. <laughs> and, Astoria. And then Mr. Perkins says, Walsh, you're looking at the richest people in all yeah. of the story. It's yeah. like, oh, gosh. Just you wait. It's so the classic villain comment, the classic yeah. classic 80s right there. I'll give it it's this. A great line. You know, Chris, mm-hmm. whenever the you were saying, whenever the Fratellis make the Goonies dump all of the treasure out on the deck of the Inferno, you said that it just hurts you to see that. It did. It, ha- it felt it in my gut. Right. We don't know how this movie's going to end because they don't make away with any treasure. And so Mr. Walsh's line there is almost like, a whole thing like that's the reward we have we still have each other and it really sets you up to think that this movie's going to end with that yes. and that everyone's going to be okay because that's the real treasure or something like that and that's not very satisfying right. but i om- i find myself let's say i haven't seen the movie before accepting it at that moment and oh, saying yeah okay, you well, are I guess, accepting it i guess that's the thing how about the line i forgot about this the line that mikey said right before mr wall says that he says we tried uh what yeah. did we, we we lost the treasure trying to save our lives. <laughs> yeah. In, in the process of saving lives. Something to that effect. Something to that effect. So, I mean, it really sets you up for kind of a, I'll, I guess I'll be satisfied with this being the resolution of the movie thing. And then as soon as Rosalita looks in that bag, I mean, it really picks you up. So you, you get 
this incredibly sentimental moment with Sloth uh, being adopted. And then you get Mr. Walsh's like, you know, hey, as long as we have each other, we're okay. And you get all warm and fuzzy inside. And then all of a sudden she's tricked by something in the bag. And it just really rouses up your attention and your excitement here right in that moment. It's terrific uh, screenwriting. It's a terrific piece of writing. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, man, I guess on that note, Mr. Screenwriter extraordinary. It's been awesome having you on the last, uh, four or five. Yeah. The last, uh, four minutes of this movie, dude, it's been and five minutes, five minutes. <laughs> it's been awesome having you on the last five minutes of this movie. Guys, Mark. it's been an incredible five days for me. Thank you very much. <laughs> you I really appreciate Absolutely. you having me on. I'd love to come back and talk about anything you guys ever want to talk about again. Um, awesome. and I'll keep listening. Good deal, man. Well, thank you so much. And everybody, thank you for sticking around this entire time. We have two episodes left of Goonies Minute. Uh, We're going to be wrapping things up on Wednesday, May 10th uh, with minute number 107. Tomorrow, we're going to be joined again by our good friend and jeweler extraordinaire, uh, Jeffrey Collada, who's going to be helping us determine if what Rosalita finds would actually be enough to save the Goondocks. And then we're going to be wrapping things up on Wednesday with uh, Kyle, my co-host from Ghostbusters Minute and Jurassic Park Minute. And speaking of Kyle, we actually had a Patreon episode uh, that we released on Saturday where we talked about all things Goonies, including uh, a subplot that was in one of the original drafts of the script that was about two gorillas that had escaped from a zoo and they stole a golf cart at one point and then they show up in the in the caves at some points and they end up driving away in a like a convertible at the end it was so weird and uh let's see we also talked about the various iterations of goonies video games and all kinds of stuff it was really cool so if anyone is interested in hearing that go to patreon.com slash media and it's the most recent episode so go check it out all right well that's it for today everybody uh tune back in tomorrow for minute number 106 and until then this is brady and this is chris this is mark and we're here to remind you that Goonies never, never say, say die. die. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See you later, everybody. Goonies Minute is a fan-supported podcast. If you like the show, then leave us a review on iTunes. You can find us at GooniesMinute.com, Facebook.com slash GooniesMinute, Twitter.com slash GooniesMinute, and at Instagram at GooniesMinute. You can contact us at GooniesMinute at gmail.com. You've been listening to a Pele Media Podcast. For premium content and exclusive podcasts, visit us at Patreon.com slash Media. Check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Pele Media, and follow us on Twitter at Twitter.com slash Pele Media. Thank you.